Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A-Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's got to be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained space the final frontier these are the voyages of the starship enterprise its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Damn right, we are back. For another lesson here at the Academy, it is I, the man who thinks that James T. Kirk is the best captain in the entire world, because not for James T. Kirk, you want to have any of the other fucking captains, so let's uh, let's pay the respect to the man. But I am not alone here at the Academy. I am joined by my man, the sinister minister, the man who likes his unis tight, because you want to know why? You got to show off the ham candle, baby. It is my man, the sinister Mr. John Enright, but but we are joined by a guest. We are joined by the man. What? A guest? A guest. We are joined, I guess I know. We could, technically, we could say this is the second biggest guest we've had on the show. It is the second biggest guest. You're right. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Lance Archer still our biggest guest. Lance, why are you saying that Steve Richards wasn't our second biggest guest? No, I'm saying like height wise and big. You oh, know, oh, oh, big way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this, yeah. I mean, our guest is huge. I mean, he's a big, big dude. I mean, I met him in person when he came to Rome, and then Ben Hamin slapped him across the face, which is 
absolutely epic. Him and Billy Ray Mantle. But we are joined by a man who is starting his journey into the Star Trek universe by watching Next Generation. It is we are joined. We are so proud to have the reporter of the people, the man that is the co-host of so many podcasts. I have totally lost track of one of the founding members of Hameen Media. Basically, it was him and Ben. They were they were the two Godfathers. We are joined by Big Ray Hernandez. Big Ray, welcome to the Academy Star Trek Podcast. We are so happy to have you here, brother. How are you? Oh, my God. I feel so welcome, unlike other <laughs> star-based shows that I've been on before. Exactly. I'm fucking feeling great, man. I'm feeling fantastic. Um, I'm really excited to talk about a new passion of mine, which is Star Trek. And I, I know a lot of people usually start with series, you know, the original series mm -hmm. with Captain Kirk and Spock and so on and so forth. But I started off with this version of Star Trek and I will be, I mean, I know you guys will probably ask me later what got me into it and stuff, so on and so forth, but I will be getting into the other um, Star Trek. So I have questions for you guys to kind of help me through my journey. Sure. And um, okay, you know, again, ahead. again, I've been through other shows uh <laughs> look man let, let me let me let me just shoot right here go ahead, All right, go, go, ahead. go ahead yeah i mean listen nothing nothing is off limits here at the, yeah. the academy trust me star wars is star wars is the shit and i'll tell you why <laughs> actually after after watching just really simple after watching star wars and i'll make it real simple for people that are, that are thinking about getting to star trek for the first time see star wars is it's okay it's okay mm -hmm. if you like you know fantasies and magic and shit like that it's okay but what I like is that Star Trek makes sense. What do I mean? Okay, so Star Wars, they fight with their fire swords, right? They're fucking lightsabers, whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. It's cool, right? But in Star Trek, what I notice is that if they have a lightsaber, they explain how the lightsaber works, what makes it work. I like the science behind the magic. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there's not a ton of there, there is there is a ton of magic, I guess you would say, but the magic is even science based, and there's an explanation behind mm -hmm. why this is a possibility. And I love deep thought i love the, the the process of trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this using logic like as simple as as having uh jean-luc picard go to go to data and be like um you know um, theorize you know he, like like if, if there is not a solid scientific answer to a question he'll turn to, to data and lieutenant data theorize you know and, and, and i love that you know and, and data will give a theory on what what they can possibly do to figure this out so that's in simple terms why i love this show i can get we're gonna get to a whole bunch of shit but mm -hmm. i'm uh i'm really excited star wars on the other hand oh, i tried that's all i say i tried mm -hmm. and um i grew up watching the first three movies and you know i was a kid you know i didn't know any better Sorry, guys. And <laughs> well, then actually, I, actually, I will say this though: the first three movies are are really good, though. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, then, they're, I, they're... then, then I got into I, I I did this 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 uh whatever new fart new fart order order <laughs> whatever the hell they call themselves, <laughs> and they literally made me hate Star Wars because oh, I noticed geez. something. Now, my brother, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm 45 years old. My brother's in his in his, his late 50s or close mid 50s. He's a huge Trekkie. Oh, huge. really? Oh, oh, huge, wow. huge Trekkie. I mean, this guy has a cra crazy collection. I'm not going to ramble on too long, but but my brother um, is a huge tr uh, Star Trek fan. Always wanted me to get into it, but I never did. My my ex-wife's brother is a huge Trekkie as well. And I noticed something about Star Trek fans. They are smarter. My opinion. I'm serious. Smarter. Um, they use logic when explaining things. 
uh, it's just a, a more of an intelligence and and almost like a like a just like just like uh the characters that I've gotten into and, and I've gotten to know here in, in Star Trek the next generation yes there is seriousness there is but there's also a softer side and and they're, they're not afraid to show that even a character like Worf at times who his comedic value his straight comedy is is that straight laced face straight face comedy that he does is fantastic so anyway let me shut up and uh let's jump into the show guys great hey so all right so i guess the first question really um ray is is the question of why now i mean this is you know star trek next generation has been 20 something years yeah Uh, when i was in high school i was watching it and i mean i played football i did all that shit but you know it was on syndication i knew what times it came on I remember watching the first episode all the way to the final episode on syndication through TV. And um, so why now, 20 something years later, are you like, okay, let's go. Let's, let's, let's do this. Watching it from beginning to end. That's actually an easier question to answer than you might think. Um, A lot of series on TV, they're shit now. All right. A lot of everything for even sports. Um, Mm -hmm. Sports aren't what they were before. And I remember growing up, my brother absolutely could not miss an episode of this. Now, what I've been doing is I've been going back um, to older series that have a long lifespan. Mm-hmm. And then just one day I was at work. Right. And I'm like, you know, my brother is a big fucking advocate of Star Wars. But he now he watches everything. And mm-hmm. he obviously is a, he grew up a fan of the original series. So but I remember my brother saying how much he absolutely loved. That's his favorite Star Trek. The Next, next Generation. So I said, you know what, dude? I said, let me start with this. Let me catch the first episode. See if it grabs me. It fucking grabbed me mm-hmm. immediately because every character is so different. But yet there are there are certain similarities, like all the alien races and everything like that that they deal with, you know, living together on that on that ship, which is mm-hmm. like a flying city. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, with all that being said, you asked me why at this time. I, I think I kind of answered saying that, you know, everything is shit now. But at the same time, it's always intrigued me. I am a huge fan of UFOs and aliens and space and, you know, extraterrestrial life. And I said, you know what? This might be my thing. Again, I tried Star Wars. Um, the first three movies were cool. I grew up as, as a kid. I had the toys and everything like that. But it's amazing how, you know, their fan base. And this is what I'm seeing is, is very negative. Very nice. Even the guys that, that are trying to put it over and trying to, uh, you know, say, oh, you know, this is great. They're very negative. And mm-hmm. I don't see that with the Star Trek fans. Now, I, I know that there's been some shit with Picard and uh, we'll get into that, too. Yeah. But um, but overall, 95 percent of the Star Trek fans that I've, I've seen and, and I do my research and stuff. They're very positive. Like my brother is very positive about the show. And my, and I think I sent you one one one. Uh, one picture of, of some of my brother's collection, but he has mm-hmm. like an incredible collection of all wow. the enterprise, um, uh, all the enterprise ships. Uh, he has weapons and phasers and all this shit all over the house. It's a wreck. Mm-hmm. But um, I, this is something that I can see myself getting into. And, and I could see myself going to a convention and, and enjoying that, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Nah, not so much. But anyway, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. I, I, I'll, have to, I'll have to say this about conventions and stuff. I know up here in uh, Ticonderoga, usually they hold Treconderoga, and usually they'll they'll invite actors and actresses from 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 Star Trek. So basically, what this guy did was he re- he recreated the original series uh, set, and it's like a set tour. And what he wanted to do was he wanted to 
you know, do another one, but the next generation set for the Enterprise D. So he bought he bought the building next door to where the original series where he built the where he first built his first um, set, and he's in the process of building another one, but of next generation, so he can get next generation and original series fans there. So uh, I don't know when that's going to be done, but when it's done, I think the academy should take a field trip up there. Oh, and and one more quick thing before we jump in, John. Um, <clears throat> there is something about Patrick Stewart that I think is so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm a huge fan of American Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and Stanley's boss and, and stuff, played by Patrick Stewart, who looks like right. Patrick Stewart, which is, right. which is freaking awesome. Yeah. And, and I knew he would be a character that I could identify with, uh, you know, a, an alpha female, uh, alpha male, excuse me, not alpha mm-hmm. female. That's my friend, Jazzy Gazby, um, the wrestler. The alpha, an alpha male who basically doesn't really know how to show that he has a heart but yet he has a heart by all mm-hmm. he does for his crew putting them yeah. first putting the ship first and the, the the federation for like it's just amazing man it's it's yeah. he's he's a fantastic but he's not my favorite character right but it, yeah. which is interesting you're gonna see more and more of him warming up yeah as the season goes on Great you time. know and which is pretty incredible to watch mm-hmm. so you watch i mean again Every character has so much growth in these seven seasons, mm-hmm. except for Tashiar. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, she's the worst. Uh, I'm telling uh, you right so. now. Oh, she she thought she'd be a big star after leaving yeah. the next generation. Yeah. Sorry, Denise Crosby. Yeah, that was a yeah. bad call. But anyway, it, it, the, the growth of these characters, is. It, I think that's what I like about it, is there's so much growth. Right. Between everybody, they went from series from you know even Worf. You, you see the growth of him in in this series, but then you go to Deep Space Nine, and then it's even deeper. You yeah, know, I mean, it's like how could you grow Worf anymore? And then you throw him to Deep Space Nine, and you get it deeper. And it's just like holy cow, you know, I mean, it's just good stuff. That's the thing about Star Trek is they have great follow through on all their characters Mm -hmm. all their characters have some meaning they might not show up all the time but they're going to be there and they're going to have some meaning um you know there's no cast aside characters that make the ensemble cast work and so uh you know honestly it's one of those things where you know in the writing the writing for the episodes really are are, are just you know just like you said you watch encounter at far point it's a two-parter you know, to you know, basically, it's a it's a mini movie. Yeah. You know, um, and it's such a good just kicking off point because you see, okay, this is Starfleet, but it's a different Starfleet than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've watched the original series and watched the movies and things up to that, because like up for me up to that point, I'd only seen the movies mm-hmm. and I really hadn't watched a lot of original series, and so then I watch this and I'm like, holy cow! And I'm seeing this Enterprise now that's like. What is this ship? <laughs> I mean, and I'm a ship mark. I am a yeah. You huge, are you are the biggest ship mark. I am like like I will sit and I will watch. What is that ship? I'll pause. You know, the other episode. And say, well, what's that ship? Oh, that's the that's the New Orleans class. Oh, did you see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like yeah. That's why I love Eagle Moss and I Constitution I, class forever. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's yeah, boring. fuck you. No yeah. Constitution class refit forever. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's. Like I can't subscribe to you, Hamas. I can't go look because any ship that makes even a five second appearance on the show, they're making these incredible yeah. models for it. So I can't even do that because I'm like, you know, whatever. I mean, but it's it's that's the thing about it. there's there's the beauty and the cin- uh, cinematography of it, the story writing, 
everything comes together really, really well mm-hmm. to make it stop. So I guess the question becomes um, why why next generation first? Most people would go TOS or at least the movies. You know, they like, you know, for me, when I had to introduce my ex to it, I started her with the movies um, mm-hmm. rather than the original series because it's so slow. And then so we did the five movies up to up to we stopped at before generations. So we stopped at Undiscovered Country. And then we yeah. went into next next generation. So what made you choose? I mean, I know you said your brother was big into it, but was that the only reason your brother, you know, um, or or was it, you know, okay, I know Patrick Stewart. I know what, what was next generation that call other than your brother and, and, and talking about that? Um, a big part of it was LeVar Burton. Oh, so, okay. So I grew up a huge reading rainbow Mark. Okay. Um, as mm-hmm. a kid. And then um, just recently he was uh, doing jeopardy. And uh, I did hear rumblings about him possibly being a host, which he should fucking be the host. No, yeah, you're right. Fucking Jeopardy, yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. bullshit. I've been tweeting that shit like crazy. I'm so angry. And I think he liked one of my tweets, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but um, you asked me why the next generation. And there's just and I know every single iteration of, of Star Trek has its really fucking cool characters. But there's something about Commander Data. And there's something about Worf and there's something about Jean-Luc Picard and there's something about, you know, uh, uh, Captain Riker, uh, Commander Riker, excuse Mm me. Um, And this and by the way, is it just me? And I've been wanting to ask a Star Trek fan this forever. Okay. Jonathan uh, Franks is or Frakes. Frakes. Yeah. Jonathan Jonathan Frakes. Frakes. Is it just me or is he a spitting image of a young Captain Kirk? That's that was why, the purpose. That was the purpose. Yeah, they Are wanted you him. Me? Yeah, no. the, when there were, wow. when when uh, when uh, Gene Roddenberry was developing it, because there was so much backlash from the fans, releasing Next Generation. So they wanted to make you know Riker more like Kirk. You know where, you know where he's a little bit more of like a cowboy and ladies and man, he, ladies man, Which and you, and you see what he does to those fucking chairs. Okay, yeah, dude. all those chairs, all <laughs> those ladies. Oh my god! Yeah, it's hilarious. So, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's, it's, really good it's good stuff. So yeah, that was the whole purpose. And then he wasn't intended to have a beard, um, which is interesting because they shaved him first season. Second season, he had come back with a beard because you know he was off season, and they actually liked it and said, "No, keep the beard." And then that's how the beard became a part of it. Um, how are you watching these? Are you watching these through Paramount Plus? Are you watching Netflix? How how are you watching it right now? Okay, so check this out. And, and let me just finish by saying that, um, and, and I do know that Star Trek The Next Generation, if I'm correct, the timeline, um, they are the sixth generation of enter, of the Enterprise, right? It's, so it's like, if you... Uh, if you it, Well, fourth, uh, technically, because yeah. you fourth, would do D. Are you sure? Yeah, so you yeah, have... Well, you guys. Or fifth. If no, fifth, fifth, fifth. Because yeah, because okay. you have... A, you had re- no bloody A, B, or C. You had the original. NC. No, no, no. You had NX01. NX01. Then you had, then you had the original 1701. So Scott, Scott Bakula is the original captain. Yep. yep. The yeah. 17, then you had 1701A. But technically, that was a that was an NX series. So yeah, yeah, NX. Well, I mean, you can still classify it as Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, then right. you had uh, then you had the Enterprise B. The, right. the Enterprise C Ambassador class, which to me is, I think, the best looking one of them all. Yeah, which you'll you'll find it later in a, yeah. It, it shows up in a later episode. Yeah, uh, and and a, y'all and it's gonna blow your mind. And then okay, and then you have the Enterprise D, the, the Galaxy class. Yeah, okay. And so the way they made some of these ships too, like 
like the C is a kit bash is what we call where they took a little bit of Excelsior and mm-hmm. mixed it a little bit with Galaxy class. Um, no, those are two different ships, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah right. two different styles of ship. So the uh, the so we, Enterprise B uh, is a style of ship, the Excelsior class. They took a little some some things from that and they added that to the Galaxy class, which is the D. So you'll see that um, kind of, uh, and they'll do that with a lot of ships. You know, the lot ships will make appearances. Oh, this is a, uh, they'll say this is this kind of ship, but then you see the same ship with another race. You know, it's the it. idea of they, to save money, sometimes they had to reuse models or they had to take models and put ships together to kind of make things work to fill in those holes because there's no real CG yet. It's still all models. Um, so the yeah, you're seeing are all models in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form, and so to make that work, they had to do that. So, um, anyway, so you you were saying, so, how are you watching? So how I'm watching is, um, so so Jennifer, my wife, my beautiful mm-hmm. wife, um, she basically, um, wanted to get Paramount Plus because okay. of um, she's a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's, okay. her, that's her that's her thing, and I said I said fuck it, you know, whatever, we're gonna we'll pay for it, and I'm like going through this, and I saw all the Star Trek movies and, and all the, you know, Star Trek shows. And I'm like, Oh shit. And this is, this is like the Genesis of me getting interested in shit. So I've been watching every episode on Paramount play. I love the fact that I can just download it on my phone. It usually takes me an hour to go to work. I have an hour on lunch and an hour to come home. Mm-hmm. So I, I usually watch three hours of Star wow. Trek every single day. That's every awesome. Day. That's except, great. Except, except the only day I don't watch is on Tuesdays when I'm watching NXT at work. You know, I have mm. I have a ton of I have a lot of downtime at work, so I'm able to watch it on my lunch break and I watch the other half going home. So but every day, six days a week, I'm watching approximately three to maybe even four or five hours of, of, of uh, Star Trek, because, you know, when I'm home, you know, getting breakfast, drinking my coffee, I'm watching an episode. Mm. And, and it's not because I'm trying to do homework. It's legit because I just I enjoy it so much. Yeah. So. Um, I'm watching it on Paramount Plus, and I know you guys discussed in the last podcast how they were moving some movies. So I may ask you that what I'm going to ask you guys at the end of the show is I'm going to I'm going to need a list from you guys and okay. I need a list of how I should watch. So now I'm going to watch the next generation and what's going to happen is I'll watch it again. But what I'll do is I want to go to the very beginning. I want to watch it in chronological order. I don't want to watch okay. it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to watch it as a fan's. Pers- oh, well, you know, you could watch the original series. No. I want to watch it from the very beginning. Um, uh, Scott Bakula as as mm-hmm. uh, you know the captain of the Enterprise, mm-hmm. all the way to the end, including the movies. That's gotcha. a lot of work for you guys, but if you guys can help me do that, oh, I yeah. would love that. It's going to give yeah. me oh, years. God. It's going to give me hey. years of, of. So you want to watch it chronologically from that's, their that's, timeline is yeah. what, I, what I'm hearing. You're saying yeah. that's right? easy, right? From like I want to go uh, straight canon if that makes any okay. sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all oh, that. My God, that's, that's really easy. Simple. Okay, that, that, that's, that's easy. easy. It's, it's, that's it's not why, like that's it's not Star- like Star Wars where it's all fucked up. Right. And that's another thing. Can I just so. get into this? And I'm not trying yeah. to bury Star Wars. There are Star Wars fans. And I'm sure there's they're fans of, of, of both. Um, no, products, I, but... I, I like I, I like both. But I mean, yeah. Star Wars is all fucked up. Man. Here's the fucking thing, bro. It's like you're watching Star Wars, right? And then you're watching this cartoon that's supposed to be and, and, and the cartoon fucking sucks. But if you don't watch the cartoon, then you can't get what happened during the show that they're producing. And if you don't mm-hmm. watch the show, then it kind of it doesn't make sense with the movie. And it's like, yeah. Fuck this shit, man. Right. It, it, it's mm-hmm. too it's too labor intensive. It's almost unenjoyable to follow. But this, I've already done a little research and I'm seeing that it can be easy to kind of mm-hmm. go through everything. So I need your oh, help yeah. with this, guys. And yeah. and I'll say this right now, even though I haven't we're only in the beginning of the podcast. Um, 
I want to come back on because, you know, I want to talk, you know, earlier iterations and, and mm-hmm. I want to sit here and actually sit under your learning tree and, and, and learn from you guys. Cause it's, it's cool when you have friends that are kind of into the same shit, you know, I could talk to my brother, my brother could school the fuck. It's funny because I was yeah. going to work the other day. I went to visit my mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, this past Sunday and I'm, I'm texting, I forgot, I'm texting you, I think, John, about the show. Oh, yeah. Um, like, when are we coming on? My brother comes by on his electric scooter wearing the, the whole uh, Jean-Luc Picard face palm shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's meant to yeah. fucking be. It was yeah. so awesome, dude. Awesome. Um, I love That's it. And good. again, I, I've, I've been working on my Jean-Luc Picard. I'm 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 trying really hard to. It's it's hard. It's a hard but, one. Uh, it is hard. It's it's know, hard. Hey, from, if you need yes. a quick break, sure. check out Lower Decks. On uh, it's great. Oh, that's yeah. another thing. The Lower, Lower series Decks looks fantastic, yeah. man. So yeah. I need to know when to when and where to watch that. Um, anytime because like, they'll they'll pull from all the different yeah. things. So uh, Riker makes Lower an appearance. Uh, so Lower it. Lower Decks is is kind of their version, their parody version of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It's this idea that you know you have the captains and all that, and they always focus on that. Well, these are ensigns, lower the levels. So they're like, what happens on a ship with for them? Are and, they like the are they like are they like the stockroom? Yeah, like oh, you know, really? yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like they get the shit jobs, they get all the kind of stuff. That's they're, great. You know, they're, That's great. They're, so the you know your ensign is the lowest level officer you can be. So you're not crew per se. But you're not like you're not in your own cabin or whatever. You're sharing space, and so like they have bunk beds, and they have to go to the showers, and um, some get jobs like you know you have to clean the holodeck, and you know like oh yeah, you know you're gonna find Ooh, a lot. Oh of, my you god, the you're gonna find a lot of goodies yeah. out there, yeah. especially, especially so, some of the episodes I've already seen. Yeah, a I know, of love right? interest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know there, there's stuff like that, and then just the stories, and then how like. You know the captains in the upper, you know, class, uh, you know, the Geordie type area people, how they live and view each other and stuff. But then they pull all kinds of things from like original series. Like I think in the first couple episodes, they go back to one of the planet from original series, Landry, and they're like, Landry, no, what, the, "What the fuck are you doing? We, we what are you doing? We fixed all this, so you don't yeah, have to exactly. do it, you know." Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's all kinds of stuff. Riker makes an appearance at the end of season one, oh, that's uh, awesome. which is hilarious as a captain of the Titan. Which, yeah. by the way, the Titan ship uh, is a badass ship. It it's is a badass. It it's a great badass design ship. ship. It's a great um, and so, but yeah, like, so there's fun stuff like that, you know, like. Uh, Q makes an appearance. They're like, "Go away, Q! You know, go bother John Luke Picard. You know, all that kind of stuff." So there's some really yeah. funny things. It's just yeah, a no, great. They, and then they, you don't need to watch it like saying, "Well, I've got to watch it for this or this time." It's just a fun watch in general right. to to do that. So can, can I please, Demetrius and and John? Can I please talk really quickly about Q? Yes. Go ahead. Um, they're very few now. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, and you can shoot me down. Is he what you would call in pro wrestling a tweener? Because I uh, I hate him, but I like him. He's a tweener, yeah. Because I mean, there there comes times too where you'll see where he does help out humanity, and some of the stuff he there's a couple things that he does where you're like, you fucking asshole, why right. did you do that? But then there comes other times where he does things, and you're just like. Ah, that's Q being fucking Q. Well, it's it's like on one of the episodes I saw in season two where he basically shot the Enterprise all ac- across the galaxy to run into the Borg for yeah. the very first mm-hmm. time. They lost, they lost. I think it was eighteen uh, percent or something like that of their crew, right? Or eighteen yeah. members of their crew. Um, and I was like, "Wow, that's fucked up." But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, 
but he's a guy who's looking for a home at the same time. So I'm empathizing with him, but at the same time, he did it in such a dickhead way. And he's such a cool, smart character. I even love mm-hmm. the way he calls Jean-Luc Picard, you know, mm-hmm. Picard. And yeah, these little, little idiosyncrasies in, in yeah. what he does is just, he's, he's a great character, but the Borg, I'm interested because I've already heard. So now, just so you guys know, I have a friend. He's my buddy. He's my coworker. Big shout out. And um, my boy Mario, and he has the same last name, Hernandez. We think we're related. But um, he is a huge Star Trek fan. Big. He's a big mark. And he was telling me, wait until you see the evolution of the Borg. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, too, guys. Yeah. And here's the thing. They don't show up for a while again. No. Like they make their appearance, you know. This was the encounter far point first episode. We do that, but then we don't see anything again until what is season season three into season, season three, three. Yeah, the end of you season know, three. end of season three. And so that's the cool part. And then again, the Borg are involved in the best cliffhanger of all time. Yeah, you know. And here, because here's the crazy part. So Big Ray, when I was watching that, I was in high school, junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. Season three ends, and you are literally and it's. It, the way it ended, it's ending with summer coming. So you have three month break before the fall, you know, kickoff. So you're like, what the hell just happened? Exactly. Like, like, so to where it was must see TV. I was literally like, I don't care what I'm doing. I have to be by the TV to see how season four starts. Yeah. It was so that much like must see TV because of the and, way they did that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how they did it. You know, and can I? And can also say, I've also told you this, John. I don't know if you know this big great, but I mean, I don't, when I watch Star Trek, you know, Star Trek's not supposed to be scary or horror. But when I see the Borg and you look at who the Borg are and what happened to the people that became the Borg, that's a fucking horror show. Mm-hmm. That scares the shit out of me because when I see stuff like that, I see our society going towards that, you know, going towards where everyone's got to you know, agree with everyone where it's got to be one mind. You, there's no individuality. There's right. no uniqueness. And that scares the living shit out of me. So to me, like the Borg is like the biggest, scariest villain ever. And they would fuck up the Death Star within like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. I have a fun question for you guys. All right. Okay, so as I'm watching this series, right? And again, I'm, I'm only just through season two. Right. During... um. I guess the original airplay of these shows was there hate for Doctor Pulaski? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Because there was. I can't fucking stand this this woman. Yes, um, there I, was. Like, she, I warm up to her a little bit towards the end of season two, but I miss um, Bef- Beverly, right? Beverly Doctor Beverly, Beverly Crusher, Crusher, Gates McFadden. Yeah. Yes, I, I I love her, and yeah. I, I know for a fact that she comes back to the season. Um, but like, what was the whole situation? Uh, again, you're the, ta- talking to me now. I'm a new guy. Yeah. The whole the whole situation with her was there was a dispute with uh, with uh, Gates McFadden. I think who was who was the producer? Um, John, who was was it? It was well, it was Roddenberry and somebody else. Basically, yeah. she had she had she had, there was some misogynistic complaints, and so they yeah. fired her for it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it and, was. Um, Shit! I just got I just got done watching. Um, uh, William William Shatner actually did a, oh, um, yeah, yeah. a documentary about seasons one and two of of uh, Next Gen. I forgot who the producer was, but she was like the executive producer, and him and just 
the Gates McFan did not get along. Mm-hmm. So he got rid of Baldar, who did she did a couple um original series. A couple of the original series episodes. She actually won the probably won the better original series episodes. Mm-hmm. Is there is there no beauty in the truth with uh mm-hmm. where she played a blind um a blind and a blind um Ambassador. You told me you told me uh, Doctor Pulaski played another character. Yeah, in the yeah. original series. Oh, she original series. Okay. Yeah, she played one as an blind ambassador because if there was one like if you looked at this ambassador, you go crazy. Well, she's blind, so she couldn't yeah. go crazy. And then she also was she in the episode with Khan and his as no, as, she was in the episode where sorry, John, she was in the episode no, where she, they went down to this planet and there was like the orbs and it was like that's right. Okay, yeah, right. and mm. I'm gonna tell you something. Back in the day, she was right. hot. In in that short little skirt, Ooh, good lord, man! Well, she I have a fun. she did not age well. She did not age well. well but like, I mean, yeah, it was well, a whole thing. Like the whole yeah. cast and crew were like, they were not that they were against uh, Diana Mulder, but they they were against firing Beverly. So they kind of put up a little bit of a stink too, mm-hmm. you know, to get Gates McFadden back. So like, there's there is that tension if you can see it on the show, even between cast members, yeah. between her and them, and she was also. Roddenberry loved her because she was such a like I come in, do my job, and get out. Yeah, she right. was a classically trained actor. Classically trained actor, whereas you know some of these other people weren't. So she didn't make herself available to the crew to mm-hmm. become. You get to know each other, and that's part of this show is the connections that the crew had with each other. And so you see that with Patrick Stewart at his wedding, where you know the, all everybody's there. There's pictures of. Brett Spiner and Michael Dorn cooking at his apartment. You know, he posts pictures of them just coming over and hanging out. This was like two years ago that they're doing this. You know, yeah. right. it's like they had no reason to be hanging out, but they they are. There's a, there's a connection between all of them, and you see that on the screen. You know, so much so that it's like okay, we see not only in the show the the idea of it in the the connection there, but we we see it outside of it that they've developed that in real life, and so it's definitely. One of the I, things that you know everybody was like, they wish it wouldn't have happened, but you know, in a way, it was good because it galvanized the crew mm. a little bit, and then really made the um, producers appreciate Gates McFadden even more. Yeah, of what she brings to the table. So you know, it, it's definitely um, it, it definitely puts a, a damper on season two uh, mm. because of that a little bit, and I think you can kind of feel that in the, yeah. in the season. But you know, um, they they were able to really turn it around by season three and get it, yeah, you know, back on the train. So that's the good part. Well, here's another fun follow up question. Um, so, uh, Counselor Troy, mm-hmm. mm, that w- that's a woman that has aged well. Yeah, she has aged well. Well, <laughs> I, I think she had. Listen, man, except has, for her Twitter, except for her Twitter, yeah, except for her I, Twitter. That, that I do know, but. My God, she is um, possibly one of the most intriguing, beautiful um, characters in all of TV that I've. Because she's seen. Greek, that's the reason why. Is she Greek? Yeah. What's her, Greek. What's her, her name is Marina Sirtis. Marina Sirtis. What's her Sirtis. real whole name? Do you know? That's her real. That's her real name, Marina Sirtis. But I'm saying Marina. It's not, Marina. It's, that's it's Marina. But but is it Sirtis? Sirtis or something? No, no. <laughs> is she short okay. No, no. There there are short Greek names. Right. Yeah. But um, but I got to tell you, man, she is uh, a great character, and so far again mm-hmm. in, into season two, you know her with a number one. Um, their their chemistry is so strong. Yeah, you know, I, I I really love it. Also, we spoke earlier about you know you saying how characters and Jean Luc Picard, how he 
he'll start to uh, evolve as the, as the series goes on. And I can see, I don't know this. I don't know this. You can tell me if I'm wrong. You tell me if I'm right. It doesn't matter. It's not a spoiler, but I see him becoming a, a true father figure for, um, for Mr. Crusher. Um, you know, Crusher is annoying to me. <laughs> that there's a famous meme. Shut up, Wesley. You know, shut up, oh shut up, Wesley. It, 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 Picard actually says it at some point yeah, in the does. show, and that becomes the shut so up, poor, Wesley. poor, poor uh, Will Wheaton. Like any yeah. any time, like you go to a convention and he starts talking, people say, "Shut up, Wesley." You know, I mean, he, he but he embraces it now. I mean, it, it's great. one of those things. Um, but you know, it was a it was an issue for him for a while. You know, mentally as for, as mental yeah. health stuff goes. Explain. Um, it's because he he was just hated on for so long, and he's yeah. just a kid, a teenager, for no reason though. I mean, really, well, really. I mean, he was annoyed, but he was it was the way he was written. That was you know, how he was written. Well, and, can I can I tell you? Can I tell you what yeah. I see? Yeah, yeah. I, I see a kid. I see the kid that I would have kicked his ass in in in, in high school <laughs> because here's a deal. Like he's he he's very intelligent. He's mm-hmm. very bright. He's old enough to not be so naive. And it annoys me that he's so naive right. when it comes to like like the first time that he met. I can't remember the names. Please, guys, don't don't bury me for this. But there was an episode where he met a an entity, an alien entity that can can change shapes and forms. And he fell in love with this girl. And he's going around oh, the entire yeah, enterprise, yeah, 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 just fucking like, oh, what do I do? Like, I'm like, shut the fuck up, just touch your titty, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, just yeah. touch your titty, yeah, dude. So. I mean, I get why he would get all the hate, but I'm 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 interested to see because he's grown a lot mm-hmm. in just two seasons. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how far he goes and what the relationship between he and um and Jean Luc Picard have. It's interesting because you know, honestly, as the show gets further along, he actually isn't as much on the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. As the as it progresses, he so this, does he go to the academy? Yeah, he. I mean, he goes to the academy and see stuff like it. so. There's stuff that. like that and, and and all that, but it's it it's still there is a relationship there, but it's not at what you would think per se because he's actually on the show less and less. And the way they got him off the show is actually really interesting in season seven. How they kind of finished his story arc being on right. the show yeah, yeah uh, really was very interesting with a callback from like seasons one or two. If, if I remember yeah. the traveler uh, uh, episode, right. did yes. you see that? Yeah. yeah. So just tell a, me anything more. I'm not going to tell me. I'm going to say there's a callback to that. That's you've all already, you, you've already, you already told him too much. Uh, I, I also, mm. I also wanted, I also wanted to get into um, some of the friendships okay. um, that I'm seeing yeah. that are like, so you have, and, and I really like this a lot. And, and, Maybe I don't know. Maybe as a, as a Star Trek fan or somebody who really is immersed in the universe may not see this, but I think there's something so endearing about you know uh, you know Data's relationship with Jordy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how Jordy is a blind man. You know what I'm saying he's a blind man. He's not only a blind man; he's the only black blind dude I think <laughs> on on the whole <laughs> ship. But he's a he's a blind man. You know, and he finds this fucking common ground with Data, and Data is so well written because yeah. he is he's i get it he's pinocchio mm-hmm. he wants he wants to be a boy he wants to be a human being yeah but the way he but he he the way he goes about certain things and and there's an episode where you know there was there was a he was in communication with a little alien girl from mm-hmm. uh their planet was going to be destroyed you know because of uh volcanic uh problems or whatever the fuck titanic plates titanic mm-hmm. whatever the fuck is called plates where mm-hmm. i think you know what i'm talking about yeah and, it's yeah. just cool because 
I don't think he understands at this point why he has these feelings. And there, there are points, and I don't mean to sound corny, but that he's so much more human than the actual humans on the ship where, mm-hmm. like, look, man, we got to save these people. We got to mm-hmm. help this little girl. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just, and their friendship, like, you could see how they care about each other and they get in each other's, well, Jordy gets pissed off at data, at data a bunch of times. I hate when they call him data on data a bunch of times, you know, like I, I seen that too. And it's just like a, it looks like a real friendship mm-hmm. and it's, it's cool. Like, it's like, think about it. I'm a Puerto Rican from the Lower East Side, right? Mm-hmm. John, John, you're a Caucasian man from, from, from Texas. And we have Demetrius who's a good guy, you know, but I mean, he's from upstate New York, but still it's a yeah. whole different world from New York city and we're all cool. Yeah. And it's like, you know, me and my wife are very different with a lot of things. We we have similarities, but it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And I think their their story arc is really cool. And I'm yeah. really enjoying it, guys. Yeah. It, it, you know, that's one of the friendships that goes and continues to grow. Um, have you seen Measure of a Man yet? The episode where they put Data on trial? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, that, Holy that's, oh, shit, dude. That was such a good one. That was I mean, a great one. That was that was so, that was easily one of the best episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, you, 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 could, you, you could see when Riker was just... And, and Riker it, did it his pained best. him. Yeah, it, you, you see that it pained him to turn, you know, to do what he needed to do. But you know, and I mean, but it's such a good episode that right there was. Um, you see that with did. Uh, have they done any poker scenes yet? That's another thing. So I don't have notes, but I have mental notes, and right. I love the poker scenes because so oh, they get the, great. They get so, so great. So yeah, they have, get they they get even better. So you would think an android. Right, who 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 could probably read cards and shit, or he could probably, yeah. but he doesn't understand what bluffing is. Right, you know he doesn't understand, you know, and 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 Worf Worf is down. Worf is yeah. the man. Worf yeah, kicks Worf. ass. Yeah, he he steals a lot of people's money, but and by the way, I I, I hate I hate when a doctor is sitting in with them. Not 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 uh, my doctor. Uh, what's your face? Uh, <laughs> not uh, my hashtag. Not my doctor. <laughs> hashtag not my doctor. Hashtag not my doctor. But but the poker scenes are some, and that's another thing about this series that I really enjoy. So there are legit times, guys. I look in the camera. I know they're not going to see this, but there are legit times, guys, where I find myself ang- anxious or anxiety. For how the fuck are they going to get out of this? But then you also have the poker scenes mm-hmm. or. The, the 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 funny scenes or the love you know or, yeah. or, or, or the love interest scenes and stuff and it's so it, it just goes in so many different cool cool things and i'm interested and i'm excited because my brother was even explaining to me how the original series was uh was extremely groundbreaking yeah and he did express to me that this was the first time that you've seen a black woman in a in a, in a caucasian man kiss on mm-hmm. television yeah. where captain kirk kisses uh what's your name again uh uh-huh. Her, yeah, well, she was hot, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah she was. Uh, she's Ooh. fucking smoking. So, um, I'm looking forward to, like I said, you asked me why, why now at this time, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, you can teach also, an old dog new tricks. Man. Also, yeah. also too, the first ever African American captain of a starship. It was not. Um, it was Captain Terrell of the USS Reliant from Star Trek. Uh, to the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, interesting. So, exactly. so Star, so Star Trek, and then they also had a the first lesbian kiss. Captain, first lesbian kiss, which Deep was Space hot. Nine. Yeah, Deep Space Nine, and mm. then also too in Star Trek Four, they had the first, they showcased the first African American female captain as well, and the first really female captain to have a lead in a TV series was uh, 
Kay Mulgrew is Catherine Janeway in, in Star Trek mm-hmm. Voyager. So Star Trek's always been on that, you know, there's always been that precipice where it's like, listen, it doesn't matter who the person is or what the person, the color, if they're the best person for the job, they're going to do it. You know, yeah. that's it. No matter what, there's no prejudice. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and just so much so, like, like they, 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 talk, they did some test screens with, um, um, Patrick Stewart wearing a toupee. There yeah. are pictures of you see that. And Gene Robbery said no. And he said, "Well, why not?" The, the a reporter asked him, "Well, won't wouldn't they have a cure for baldness by the time you get to the 24th century?" And he says, "By the 24th century, nobody will care." Right. You know, that's that's the whole point is that we have become such a utopian society that we don't care black, white, bald, whatever. You know, we don't care if you're blind. We have ways to fix that. But even Jordy, you know, we see. You know, there are going to be some moments where he's, hey, I could have, you know, I think it was in the Q episode with Riker. It was. It you know, was. like, yeah. he's like, yeah, but knowing what it would cost, I, I'm not willing to take that. You even, know, even, I, even though wearing the visor gives him pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though, even despite that, he, cho- he's, you know, it's, just, it's, you see those things that, um, we're okay with our flaws. We're, because we're human. We understand that. Yeah. And that's part of what makes us great as a society as we come together is that, we are bonded not by the flaws, but we're bonded by our humanity. And so, um, you know, that's in Enterprise, I think, uh, later on, that's, or, or I forget which series they talk about, that's what makes the humans most dangerous, is that they build communities. They go to these places. Enterprise. Enterprise. It is, it is Enterprise. It is Enterprise. They build communities. Like, the you know, the so bringing the Vulcans together, bringing the Andorians together. That's what humanity brought to the galaxy, is unity and, and community to the galaxy to where, hey, we don't care. Yeah, y'all are different than us, but we still want to work with you. We want to be a part of what you're doing um, kind of thing, which is, you know, granted, are we there? No. If we had, you know, I think we would be more the Zephyr Cochran of the Dark Mirror universe of an alien showing up. We'd take the shotgun to them and then steal their ship and and do that right (laughs) now the way society is. You know, I know, man. But we're not at that point. But you know, it's still it's an aspiration. This is you know Gene Roddenberry's idea of uh, the hope for humanity. This is the hope for everything, and we see it in Deep Space Nine a little bit with the Bell Riots. We they talk about this as a turning point, yeah, in, in the war in in humanity, and which is a really great episode. Where it's a great have, episode, my you know, God! You, you see, because you're seeing tough. a lot of what's happening now with the way people are being treated because of the poor or anything like that. And, you know, and how the riots become of that because the rich people versus the poor, you're seeing some of that and, and you see that turn and you can say, okay, this is, I can see that happening now. So that's the crazy part about when you get into the deeper aspects of this, as you're just getting started, the more you see, the more you're going to see more, a lot of our society going either. We're not going to get there or, Oh my gosh, that's, What's happening? That's happening community. right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Mark that's the of, crazy part. The original series. I, I I did one of my original episodes before I before I brought John on. It was one of the darker. It was during the dark times. <laughs> I I did uh I did I did an original series episode on the Mark of Gideon, where basically an alien planet kidnapped Kirk and took took some of his blood out because he had this like disease and they used it for population control. And it's like is is it any different than like what's going on now? Wow, that's fucking see, and, and that's the thing and AIDS and everything else. I mean, that's another thing I'm, I'm I'm noticing by by watching this series. Um, you know, they have some real world problems in outer space, mm-hmm. which is fucking cool. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, there there's there was an episode that I just watched 
And again, I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with names of planets and shit like that. But they had gone to this planet where it was um, it was about to you know blow up, and they had bought this. Uh, I think it was two hundred and twenty something uh, Irishmen, Irish people. Oh yes, oh, that mm. that's a great fucking episode. That was, that's a great that was such a fun episode. episode. It's a great that, episode. That was so uh, such a fun episode. How they yeah. you know. They 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 tried to to you know kidnap Riker and 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 uh, I forgot who else was with him to doctor to clone your favorite them. doctor your favorite yeah. doctor to clone them I was like yeah what? you talking about cloning back then yeah how fucking crazy is that but um but but I just wanted to you know quickly move on to another thing I wanted to bring up to you guys um I like the secondary like characters also like they're 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 kind of fun and complex um I think it's uh Chief O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Transport, transport chief. He's yep. fucking awesome. Yeah, but, but we, one, we, he's one you see in Deep Space Nine. nine get a ooh, he gets an upgrade real quick. It's real nice. Good. Cool. Oh, I yeah. like him. But there's oh, yeah. one, there's one character that I was like, oh shit, I forgot she was in this show, and it's Guinan uh, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And already in season two, I'm like, you know, she she was like face to face with Q. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? You know, and like she was, yeah, yeah, she's was like the hands the crazy hand kung fu gimmick and i'm like yeah. what the fuck so gynan is is something much bigger than what i even thought i thought she was just somebody working on the damn ship yeah. you know and no, no she's um, special it, there's there's in season season three or four there's a two-parter with her that's yeah. actually really good as well it's a mid-season two-parter um where so um it involves time travel and stuff like that so it's actually really really cool and you get to know a lot more about her and what she really is, you know, um, because you can tell that she's hiding kind of something about herself. She's holding back. She's holding back for a, original purpose. And then you see that um, later on in that, in that two part, that's really, really good. Yeah. So um, it, it's definitely, yeah. I mean, man, you it's just scratching the surface. You've got yeah, a lot you, to you got really it. look forward to. Dude, that's the fun gonna, part about us is, yeah, like how to keep from telling you there's some good stuff coming without spoiling it for you. Yeah, it's hard because you know, but like like you said, you're seeing things, and I'm going, oh my god, yes, that's so good. This is this is why we wanted you on the show because you're seeing things from a perspective and you're asking questions because you know you're like, okay, is this right? What am I am I seeing what's right? That's the thing about the Star Trek Two Big Ray at the same time. What you're seeing is what you're seeing. It doesn't necessarily mean that's wrong or right. It's how you interpret it. You know, I mean, honestly, Star Trek, you could you could interpret a lot of different ways from it. You can yeah. see a lot of different things. But that's the cool part about it is your opinion doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it how you see it. And and so that's how I was like, oh, okay, well, I never took it from that perspective. You know, um, you know, just there's so many episodes like you know, I remember at first watching the episode where Tasha Yar gets killed, and I'm thinking, oh, that was so sad. You know, um, they had yeah. to kill her. Yeah. But then as I watched it again and again, I realized, you know what? She wasn't that great of a character. Um, she didn't bring a lot to it. And that's annoying. That, I'm sorry. Yeah. She, she was annoying. She was. And then, you know, it's, it's something Triple D and I had talked about. Would Michael Dorn as Worf been able to go where he needed to be if she would have still been around on the show? Right. Yeah. So, and- I'm just really quickly. So, and Demetrius, I go to you real quick. But okay, I was like, wow. I was like, Worf should be in charge of security. Mm-hmm. You know, as as far as I know, you know, you know, uh, being a Klingon, you know, they they were fucking warriors. You know what I'm saying? And 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 he he's in the position where 
he still is i mean he's a, he's 100 klingon but yet he's learning from all these different cultures so he's able yeah. to expound and expand and there's one episode where um uh i think there was a, a young lady that he was involved with who's who's half klingon mm-hmm. and she's like no you know this 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 klingon race was was frozen for this time they're gonna do yeah reason oh that's sudden, a great oh, oh i love dude, that it's like fantastic and then oh and yeah i love the fact that Worf is like no he goes she, so she's thinking like no there's only one way in Worf. Now, the Klingons, from what I understand, they're just, boom, narrow-minded, right, straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to kick your ass, and that's the way it is. But no, Worf is now evolving, and he's like, no, there, you know, there are other ways. There mm-hmm. are other ways to do this. You know, the, it's just like, shit, you know, in just two seasons. And then also, like I said, you know, he was given he was given a posi- a, a chance to to take the the helm of of, uh, of the Enterprise, you know, and, and he he acted as if he was the well technically he was given command of the enterprise but it was just cool and then you know Riker, Riker walks in he's like how'd you like you know comfortable you like? chair yeah, <laughs> comfortable chair comfortable um chair. <laughs> I love him man Worf is Worf who who is your um who's your favorite character guys like just mm. just in, in this oh, in, in the next generation which okay. is what we're talking about now who are your top three favorite characters Ooh. you want me to go first johnny yeah go ahead go ahead all right i gotta go number three i have to go uh riker okay number two i have to go picard mm. and number one i have to go Worf. really Worf. war for okay. me, war for me because i mean just Worf is just i just love Worf. he's just you're gonna see and what you're watching is the seasons how he's he's fucking awesome i mean mm. there's there's no if answer buts about it i love him in deep space nine i love him in the movies uh, and he's just fucking awesome and obviously Riker. i mean i love Riker because because i love how Riker can you know get his shit in on picard and get his shit in on other and other people which is great and picard is fucking picard i mean that's that's it and and you're gonna see later on down the series that Picard can do comedy, and you're gonna see mm-hmm. there's gonna be a certain character that's gonna come into the Enterprise. Is, is that gonna, the, is that the meme where he's laughing? Like, where he's acting, like acting silly? Where he's like this? Yeah, yes, 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 like yes. You're gonna see that, okay. yeah. and and you're gonna you're gonna be like, holy shit, this this is this is nuts because. Yeah. And you're gonna laugh your ass off, and you're gonna you're gonna message me. You're gonna be like, damn it, you were right, Dimitri. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's see. If I have to go top three, I'm gonna go. I've got to go. I got to reverse it a little bit. Picard's my number three. Yeah. Riker's my wow. number two, and Worf is my number one. And I mean, partially because Worf, again, he crosses over to Deep Space Nine, which is my personal favorite series. Um, you know, O'Brien, same thing. You know, there's, there's. I love that those con- there's those connections to the next generation with O'Brien yeah. and Worf being there. Um, and to me, Deep Space Nine has such a great pull to it. And and watching, like I said, you watch Worf grow from season one to season seven, and then you get him on Deep Space Nine, and he grows even more. And you're like, holy shit. I just shit. really thought Worf was the badass he could be. Mm-hmm. He goes to another level on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Complete badass. Complete, you don't fuck with Worf. Like, just awesome, next level Worf. I'm talking... Yeah. Woo, like to where when you at the end of D Space Nine to see where he's at, you're like, that makes 
absolute sense yeah. because of who he is and what he's done. And yeah. so you're like, okay, no, cool. And just to seeing what he's been through and how he does it, great. You know, number two, Riker, just because Riker is just the man. You know, I mean, the way he strides the chairs, the way he romances the ladies. Strides the chairs. Yeah, I mean. And, I all mean, those chairs. All those chairs, man. And I'm telling you, the ladies. And, I mean, the fact that even despite he's hooking up all these chicks, Deanna Troy still wants his D. Well, I mean, his mom, her mom wants his D apparently too. Well, her mom wants everybody's D. She wants yeah. John. Oh, oh wait a minute! Oh wait a minute! Was Luxana Troy in season two? Yes, yeah. she was. She yeah. was trying oh, to find a husband. That's that's who that's who the character is, Ray. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's awesome. who. It, I thought she was season three, Luxana. I thought they. You know what the crazy thing is about Luxana Troy, Major Barrett? That it's actually Gigi Ronberry's wife. Yeah. Really? And Who's she, also the voice of the computer? The ship. She's the voice oh, of the ship. Oh, shit. She's a yeah. very likable character. She like, is, she's annoying yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. She's a likable fucking she was in. She was, she was in the original series. She was Nurse Chapel in the original series. Yeah. And, and she, she was, was actually, very likable. She was actually pitched to be number one on the original series. On the original. On the like, original. before Kirk was... It was when Captain mm -hmm. Pike was going to be the, the captain, which... Um, like if, if for for Discovery and Strange New Worlds, they modeled um, Rebecca Romaine off of Majel Roddenberry yeah. from that look of what she was going to be be like, and so she was originally supposed to be number one for the original series, but when they decided to go with Kirk and make that change, um, it, which became part of uh, what Episode Eight, I think, when they brought Pike and they were doing going the Menagerie, back, yeah, the, the Menagerie, Menagerie, the Menagerie series, so uh, it became part of that instead. But still, the yeah. So she's Dream Bottom Raider's wife and voice of the computer, and you know her mom. And but you know, for me, Picard is number three. I love Patrick Stewart. You know, he's such a great character um, before Star Trek and even after an actor as he was. But like to me, you know, at the same time, he he had that. You know, it took a, a longer for him to warm up. To get used to, whereas Riker was personable from the moment he came on the screen. He has yeah. that charisma that you like the guy from the moment he walked on the screen. Picard took some time to get used to. You know, he's not Kirk, and so you could see why they brought Riker on because you want that Kirkness on your mm -hmm. show. Right. But Picard wasn't going to give that to you. You know, he was. He didn't even want families on the ship. You know, which right. made sense. You don't I mean, like yeah, kids. yeah. Wait, I mean. It, it was the well. I mean, think about it. You're on a warship. You're patrolling space. It's dangerous. Why would yeah. you have families on there? Yeah, sure, it can hold nine hundred or a thousand people on that ship. It's a massive ship. You know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of the schematics for it. There was apparently a section for whales to do their whale research on the ship. There was a cetacean. Oh, yeah. You okay. Know, yeah. yeah, I got you. you know, that. and yeah. so you know, um, which they make fun of that. I think in lower decks too. They always um, make fun of the lower decks. Yeah, lower decks. They don't give a shit. They will no, hammer no, nothing everything. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred. Nothing it's great. It's so strange. New energies. He's <laughs> yeah. like Gary Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they literally call shit out like that all the time. Yeah, you know, Gary, right? Gary, um, the whole thing with Gary Mitchell. Gary, it was in the first. It was in the first ever episode of Star Trek with Kirk and. The, the 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 Enterprise goes through like this. I don't know. It's like through like the end of the galaxy or something. Right. These strange energies attack human beings with high esper ratings, mm -hmm. and it turns the helmsman Gary Mitchell into like this like god. And Gary Mitchell and Kirk were like really good friends. So. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's that reference. There's a 
what is it? Uh, God, there's there's so many funny references that they oh, make God, yeah. to the shows and, and you know, different things. Like, like I think I told you about the Q thing. Get out of here, Q. Go bother Picard. You know, uh, you know something like that, or you know. Um, and then, uh, and I think they even said, "Didn't Cisco punch you once in the face?" You know, uh, <laughs> you know, because Cisco does that in New Space Nine. And then, mm-hmm. um, oh, there was another one where they um, they were like, "Who is the worst villain?" Khan. Khan. What did Khan do? Like they're like. They're ranking what, all these like what did Khan do? Yeah, I know, right? Khan killed a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. What about Gary X? They were like, you know, they're like they're doing this kind of stuff yeah. on the show in Lower Decks to make fun of everything going on. So yeah. I'm telling you, it's it's a fun palate cleanser. Like if you just want to like watch Star Trek, but you want to have some fun with it, they're 30 minute episodes or less, nice. and and just have some fun, you know, to take a little break, you know, from it. They're not like. Anywhere, so the idea is they're after, you know. I think Voyager, Deep Space Nine, that the whole uh, everything there before Picard, but it doesn't matter really. It's just the idea of they're, you know, having fun after the last movie, I guess, because Riker's now aboard the Titan. He's captain of the Titan, which that was the last movie I think with the next. I think I think I think where it takes place takes place after the Dominion War. Yeah, after 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 Dominion War after. Nemesis. Nemesis, probably my guess, probably maybe five years after Nemesis. Yeah. Actually, no, it might be six or seven years after Nemesis. I think it could be five. It could be, it could five. be five. Yeah, no, but it doesn't matter. The point is, yeah. it doesn't matter because they're making fun of Star Trek. But they like, you know, they, they'll they'll make fun of Next Generation. They'll make fun of original series. They'll make fun of Voyager, Deep Space Nine. So um, they and they, you know they, they they haven't touched Discovery yet, which which I'm surprised. no 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 they haven't <laughs> you know, but you know but they they it's a uh, and season two is already out for it I think they 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 released it started the twelfth so um, there's that but yeah like you know Next Generation man it's this is the thing that really Next Generation saved the Star Trek franchise right. because they had done the movies they had done the original series but they were like okay it's been twenty years or so since we've been on TV. Because the last show was in 69. I think it was, what, 88 uh, that Next Generation started? 88 or 89? 87. So late 80s. I remember it was late 80s because it went into the the mid-90s. And so it was like, okay, all right. This is – but this is the thing that they needed because, you know, honestly, they weren't – you know, Paramount was not sure and um, CBS was not sure if they were going to keep the license. Mm -hmm. And um, they did it. They didn't have 100% faith. That's why they put it on syndication. It wasn't on, that's why it wasn't on CBS it, or fucking, anything like that. And it fucking killed. It killed. This I is mean, this show. Wasn't it on like Saturdays, like around? It depends. Yeah, it depends. I, I because think, it was on syndication, so there was no set like station or channel. Right. So you know, it was like I watched it on like one of the UF UHF channels, like UPN twenty one or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, they had it, but it was it was whatever whenever the station could provide it. So. Technically, they were suggesting like six o'clock on a Saturday night, um, but it's whenever the station could air it. Really, really quickly, I, I remember. I remember because I did watch episodes sporadically because it would come on. Check this out, just before NWA Wrestling on WTBS. Oh, okay, on Saturday, so it would come mm-hmm. on like at five or something or six mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. No, I'm at five because N- NWA Wrestling was six oh five. So and it would end, and I would, uh, you know, come over. But um, who was your number one? I'm, I'm just curious. Who was your number one? Oh, um, mine was Worf. Mine was Worf. All right. So 
I just wanted to just really quickly run this down because this I don't know if this is going to make sense to you, but every episode that I've gotten into as the seasons progress, it changes. But one, I have one constant, one constant person. So like my number three person and Worf is right there, but he's my number four. Unfortunately. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I love uh, I love Jordy. Okay. I love Jordy. And I love how much like his character is. I don't know, maybe because I'm a LeVar Burton Mark or whatever, but um, I love seeing him as that character um, dealing with with the blindness and, and and his blindness is his strength, which is fucking cool to me. You know what I'm saying? And and he's he's awesome. He's so smart and he's 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 like the brains, you know, there and, and, and intelligence is really cool to me. So I love Jordy. Now, now my number two is, is of course, uh, Jean-Luc Picard. You know, he's he's because he's the, the captain of the ship. And anyway, he's the man. I love him. But my number one easily hands down. And it's funny because we all have different uh, number ones. But my number one is data data. Mm-hmm. I fucking okay. love data. I love data because data is the most intriguing character to me because I want to come along the journey with him. I want to know mm-hmm. how he becomes how not that, that he's ever going to become an actual human being. But the fact that well, who? Oh, okay. Don't don't say no don't, more. Don't but, say anything. I'm not but, saying anything. Good I'm Lord, just man. But I love the fact that he loves to accompany, you know, uh, Jean Luc Picard into the holodeck, and he loves, you know, reliving novels and, and just he he just loves learning, and, and and it's almost like watching a kid grow up. If that makes any sense, like mm-hmm. you know, you know, John, you have kids, and it's like watching your son or your daughter or whatever just grow up. And you're seeing them evolve into who they're going to become. And this is what I love about characters. And this is like, like we go back to pro wrestling. You know, you see, you see this young up and coming. Me, me and uh, me and Vet, the Vet, were just uh, reviewing NXT. And there's a kid named Carmelo Hayes that's on there. And I've been really fucking. I love this kid. I think this kid has the it factor, and I think he's he's wonderful. Right now, I'm watching him develop into who he may become, and I can see glimpses of greatness in this kid. But it's the same thing with with Data. I see glimpses of greatness. I see, I see potential, you know, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. the fact that he did have a sexual relationship with uh, <laughs> our least favorite character is interesting to me. Will that come back? I don't say anything. Will that come, will that become something down the line? You know, they did mention that in season two. So um, it's just really fucking interesting to me. And that's my top three for now. But the, the great thing about this series I'm noticing is that it changes. Yeah. Every like some episodes, I'm like, shit, man. You know, Wesley is not that much of an asshole. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes like, wow, fucking Worf. And then sometimes Counselor Troy is my favorite uh, character in the entire. And when she's dealing with her mom, you know, like that's <laughs> yeah. some of my favorite shit. Like her mom is. And what's his, what's his name? Gimmick uh, Jones, the big tall Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes. Fucking, that Give is the original. The original Lurch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the original Lurch. Yeah. The original. I, you know, some. I want at the beginning. I was like, is this the the second Lurch that played in the Adams Family in the nineties? Uh, in the nineties? No, that's the original. OG Lurch. OG yeah. Lurch. So it's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. The, Did you know, Mick Fleetwood make an appearance on the on the show. Say again. Mick Mick Fleet, uh, Fleetwood made an appearance on the show. He did, yeah. It was it was it was it was it was that one. He was dressed up as one of the aliens. Yeah, he was a fish. He really? was a fish alien. The, one of those fish, fish aliens. aliens. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the fucking assholes that had bombs strapped to them, like fucking yeah. terrorists. Yeah. yeah, the assassins. See? Yeah. Look at that shit. Fucking terrorists trying to fucking blow up the. Uh... Oh wow. Oh yeah. You're gonna. 
<laughs> and here's the thing. You've got five more seasons, bro. Yeah, you got yeah. five more seasons. You, you got, got five more seasons. Hold on for a second. You got five more seasons. You've got let's see, you got about, movies. You got you got twelve movies. No, thirteen movies. Right. And you've got another like four or five series. Yeah. I, I'm gonna watch this until I'll probably be watching this. I'm thinking until like my late fifties. I I wanna be a full head of gray. Yeah, that's crazy. Not yeah. like me. See, I shaved my oh head. Oh my god! It, it's it, it, but I mean, here's the thing. I've probably watched every series at least twice by now. Yeah, and the movies at least you know at least three times. Oh my each, god! You know, I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where mm-hmm. you know you just sit down and you're okay. Next, 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 and you know when the Netflix. Are you still watching? Fuck yes, I'm still watching Netflix. What the fuck are you talking about? Why would exactly. I turn off Star Trek? You I know? know, you know, it's just. It's one of those things where it's it to me, it's the original series that could have been binged if it would have been released in streaming because you know you just like okay, just one more, just one more, just one more, let yeah. me go that one more, you know, and and it really it really does lend itself because and here's the thing, this is what I love about it, Star Trek Next Generation, the the story is loosely you know going through. You get to Deep Space Nine, that's when they begin to serialize the series. Yeah. And so each episode is important because it builds off the other one. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, you don't have that as much on this next generation, but you do have callbacks. You do have things that are being built, but it's not as tightly serialized mm-hmm. as Deep Space Nine does, which shows that you can do it, and they do an incredible job with it. Um, they do an amazing job. With really, in Deep Space yeah. Nine, and doing that and, and building you to where you build these characters. But this is well, like this is. It was one of those things where you're just like, okay, you know, what's the monster of the week? What's the issue of the week? Kind of thing that they're dealing with in the sci-fi version. But like you said too, it's more than sci-fi. They, yeah. There's comedy. There's romance. There's mm-hmm. you know uh, drama. There's intrigue. There's mystery. You know, I mean, they, when they do the holodeck episode with oh, the, I uh, love those episodes. You know, the, the Dixon love Hill. Them. You know, Dixon, and yeah. you know that was that was a great episode. The Sherlock Holmes. The Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, know. where where uh, where David was playing. Yeah, with yeah. Like Watson. You know, Daniel Day, Day was it? Was that Daniel Day Lewis, the actor that played? Uh, no, no, more, no, no, it's not. No, no, no. But he's a. Uh, um, you know, you get those kind of aspects where, where you're in sci-fi, and all of a sudden you're you're in a Dixon Hill 1940s. A noir movie type episode, uh, or you're watching Star Trek, but you're in Sherlock Holmes. You know you, these kind of really neat aspects where they can just pivot and tell a story from a different time period makes it to where you know you're going, okay, well, like what? It, it keeps you on your toes. What's uh, I next? Have, I have a question. So in yeah. the original in the original series, if I'm correct. They go back in time as well, or they time travel. Oh, yeah. or do they have oh, yeah. a holodeck as well? Yeah, no, they didn't have a holodeck. No, holodeck is new. Is holodeck is new, new technology. Well, you'll you'll see when you're watching the series when we what what you'll see the holodeck is first is introduced mm-hmm. in the timeline of like the Kirk era, but it's in Star Trek the animated um, series. Yeah, that that's that's uh, my brother was telling me to watch that yeah. after I watched the uh, original series. Mm-hmm. That's actually to tell you the truth for like the cartoons and stuff. Filmation did the cart. Filmation did that. Filmation also did the Adventures of Batman and Robin from 1968. They did Super Friends. They did. I think they did. Uh, they did. They did He Man. They did she yep. Yeah. So so Filmation's a really really good place. And, and think I about think, this. I think that was, was Dr. Gadget too. Yeah, but that was the also the only 
Emmy that thinks Star Trek had won at that point. Yeah, it was you know, yeah, of yeah. all the stuff that they produced, the animated series is the oh, only yeah. Emmy. Yeah. It's the original voice actors too, right? Yep. Some, some. James Doohan does co- cover for like Chekhov and a few others. So the guy who Actually, plays no, Scotty, there's there's no Chekhov in it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There's no Chekhov, but he did he did cover some other voices in there. Yeah. Um, that weren't in the that the, the people couldn't get. So James Doohan, Scotty. By the way, if you ever read his history, fought at D-Day, mm-hmm. was shot four times, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time took out four different guys, um, you know, four German snipers to help protect his men, um, survived D-Day, and they got shot four times and friendly fire, one being getting hit in the heart, but his brother had given him a cigarette uh, uh, case, and that protected him from keeping him from dying. And so, this is, if you this ever look, this is a shoot. This is for this real. Is yeah, this is like you can find, oh, you can. Man. There's not many Jeez. pictures, but you can see one of the one of the bullets took his middle finger off. Yeah. on one of his hands, and right. so you never saw that. But he mm. would try to do that, and like, there's now memes going around. Like, says how tough was Scotty? He's the only red shirt to survive. You know, yeah, like, exactly. He <laughs> you know, like, you know, but James Doohan legit in real life was a fucking badass. He's like, a badass man. You he, like cool. James Doohan. Yeah, like so he, his goal was to go to space. So one guy got together with the family. We found that we talked about this about a month ago, but mm-hmm. he snuck James Doohan's uh, ashes up to the International Space Station and left them there without telling NASA or anything until like a month or so ago. They finally released the fact that, hey, James Doohan's ashes have been on the space station for, <laughs> it's like, for like 10 years now. Um, and because, you know, he was like, they're so regulated on what they can bring up and all that kind of stuff. And this, this, it was back when you know millionaires could go and they fly with Russians to the space station, and so they just snuck it on board. And he's been up there ever since, you know, for the last ten years or so on the International Space Station because people love Scotty so much, and that was his wish that mm-hmm. he wanted to be buried in space. And so, um, yeah, he, you know, James Newham, badass, you know, voice acting some of the characters that they couldn't get, mm-hmm. awesome, you know. I mean, he just did a great job with it. And so it, it's a fun series. That's another one. It's like, oh my gosh, I, how could I forget about the animated series yeah. after, you know, after 69, you had that, it was what, mid seventies. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was like mid seventies because what happened was there was such a big swell from like the conventions and stuff. And mm-hmm. I guess like Gene, obviously Gene was trying to, you know, get as much money as he can popularity at the time. So they did, they, you know, they did the animated series and Gene was also trying to lobby for like movie at the time, and that didn't happen. And then eventually they did a Star Trek the motion picture, which did well at the box office, but really wasn't. Let <laughs> question Le- Leonard uh, Nimoy Spock. He he played yeah. his, his he he did the voice in that cartoon. He did right? the voice, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The only the only original series actor not to do um, his voice was Chekhov. For some odd okay. reason, they didn't bring Chekhov in. But they did. They did. They did. They, did, they wrote like a whole like little storyline where Chekhov took like he took like an Earth assignment. And then there's also another story too where Chekhov and Sulu got into a fight, and they didn't want to be near each other. So that's why they brought in the crazy looking alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was uh, Lieutenant Eric. So they had Lieutenant right. Eric there, you know, doing that. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this. Trust me, Ray. Once you once you get into, it, you'll be like, "Oh my God, there's just so much." And, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that, man. I'm ex- again, I'm excited about get, and it's crazy. Like, like think about it, guys. 
we've been talking for an hour and 15 right now almost right mm -hmm. i've only watched two seasons of one iteration of star trek <laughs> yeah you're just getting started my friend. you're just scratching the surface man I mean, yeah, I mean, so. listen. When I like when when I first started watching Star Trek, I mean, I watched. I started off with the original series because I I wanted to see the whole dynamic between like Kirk and Spock and McCoy because I always heard you you always hear like the McCoy things. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor. No, yes, you know, not an not an engineer or this and that. So I watched. I literally, as John said, I watched the original series, and I'm like, fuck. What can I go to now? I went. I saw all the movies. And I'm like, what can I watch now? I watch Next Gen. I watch Voyager. I watch East Space Nine. I watch Enterprise, Discovery, and then Picard. And now I'm like, now I'm I'm like feeding because I'm like, where is more Star Trek? I need more Star Trek in my life. And then and then when JJ released the movies, now when JJ released the movies, there was a lot of hate and a lot of back backlash mm -hmm. for for the movies. But as I as I told as I as I as I've said, listen, they had to do something. They had to do things different because of the whole, you know, because you know Paramount didn't own all the rights to it, so they had to do subtle little changes. And I thought the movies were good. I thought I thought they were casted well. Mm -hmm. I thought the storylines were good, especially Beyond. Even though Beyond didn't do well at the box office, but that was a script written by Simon Pegg, who played Scotty. And I thought of all of all the movies, it was the most original and most fun Star Trek movie that there was. And it did touch back to it did harken back to Enterprise, where they did, you know, do a little with that, which is really good. And plus two, you know, I mean, Zoe Saladana going crazy. I mean, come on. I mean, that's mm -hmm. pretty good. I mean, oof. I mean, oh, good, good lord, casting her as Uhura. Oh yeah. Well, all I would have, all I, all I'll say is, let's see if we can hear this. Uh, uh, I guess not. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Botch, botch a spot. Botch. It ain't working. Oh, well, you fucked up. You fucked you up. Fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. I, I was gonna play the. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Your Sakai. Sulu, <laughs> right? Sulu. Yeah. Sulu. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, is really at the end of the day, you know, you take what you want from it. You know, mm -hmm. I can tell you things. Triple D can tell you things. You know, we can tell you our favorites. But at the end of the day, it's, you got to watch it. You got to figure out what it is yeah. best for you and what you find enjoy. You might find TNGs. My, my kid, his TNG is his favorite. Mm -hmm. You know, he loves Picard. That's his favorite captain. He likes TNG. Um, and, and that's cool. You know, that's the cool part is there's so much that you can dive into and fall in love with and figure out <laughs> this is really kind of <laughs> what I'm into. Trying to get that root to work, huh? Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, my. There it is. <laughs> there Let's go. do it again. Hold on. Right. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. So, but that's the yeah. great thing about it. You know, there's going to be characters you love. You know, I, I loved at the beginning of season one, they do the callback to TOS where they have, you know, um, uh, DeForest Kelly as Admiral McCoy. Admiral McCoy coming on the Enterprise and talking to Data, and it's like, you sure you don't have any pointy ears, you know? And, uh, yeah, you sure don't have pointy know, ears, boy. Yeah, yeah, you know, just doing that whole crotchety old man thing. But it was yeah. great, you know, that callback. And then 
later on in TNG, you're going to see uh, James Doohan make an appearance as Scotty, mm-hmm. and how they do that is really, really cool. Really good. And it's so good. And, um, you know, there's just some really cool things about, yeah. you know, the, the things that you're just going to watch and go, oh, man, that is so cool that they did that. And um, I, I just, you know, I, I envy you because – you are getting to watch this for the first time. I don't oh, ever yeah. get to do that again. That's you know, awesome. I don't get like I remember that episode watching it live when I was a kid and seeing James Doohan. I'm like, oh my god, they brought Scotty back! How cool is that? Yeah. You know, like with that episode, I was just like, oh, oh when, when he was like super fucking old. Yeah. Oh, that's the Forrest Kelly. That's the Forrest Kelly at the first episode. But they bring back Scotty in a later episode, Scotty, yeah. and, it, and and it's it's really good too. But Scotty, like old school, like not. Like, like from the movie, Scotty, you know, yeah, so he's not like aged as the force Kelly was yeah. um, with makeup and stuff. And so they do that. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. You know, um, it was great to watch that. You're going to get to do all these things for the first time, first time. That, that you're going to go. Oh my God! I can't believe y'all didn't tell me about this. Like, yeah, because you need to experience, it for, the first experience time. it for the first time. There's so much good stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, have, have have you guys ever gone on on YouTube and and have you seen uh have you heard or seen this? Uh, it's uh, which is nerdiest Star Wars or Star Trek? Have you ever seen that animation? No. Have you? All right, I'm gonna play you a little soundbite of this. Thing. Oh, I have seen that. I have. Seen hold that. on, hold on. Here we go. Let's see. Captain, we're caught in some kind of tractor beam. Open a channel. I sense a presence I've not felt in That's a long time. Oh yeah. Nerds! Ah, you again. Look, we're not nerds. If we're nerds, you're nerds. Yeah, right. I'm a Sith Lord, and you're a bald guy in pajamas. Can you do this? No, because that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, it's... it's <laughs> oh, it's that true, one, though. I, that uh, one is hilarious. I, 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 was he blows up. He, he, they blow up Death Star. Or you're, <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, um, it's good stuff. That's awesome, such good dude. shit. Do you, you have any more questions for a newbie like me? I'm just curious. So here, so here's the thing. Uh, what what is I guess part of the show is visual. What's your favorite visual aspect of the show? Like for me, it's chips. I love the ships. Like I, anytime a ship is on screen, I'm there. I'm watching it. But everybody has something different visually that they like about the show. What is something that really you're like you're gonna you're gonna go like oh I gotta see that again you know kind oh, of thing. That's easy. It's Counselor Troy. Well, no, uh, uh, um, um, I, you know it's funny because somebody had told me I, and I can't pinpoint who exactly told me to say oh well you know you might not enjoy it too much it's, it's, it's it looks a little dated and I'm like watching this shit I'm like it's not I'm like it looks great mm-hmm. so um I, I guess yeah I would say the ships are are pretty fucking awesome um. Even like everything from you know them being beamed up to, you know, I I thought maybe like uh, the aliens will look corny, and some of them do, but it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. like everything they do makes sense. Like um, like going back. Oops, I'm sorry, I hit the microphone. Going back to that episode where, um, basically they had those uh, those delegates, you know, the fish fish looking mm-hmm. people, you know, um, yeah. I, I thought I thought the design was beautiful. On on their costumes and stuff like that. Um, I th- I think everything they, everything is fantastic. But if I'm gonna pinpoint one thing, it's when they go into the holodeck and they go back to like the 1940s. Mm-hmm. I think that's so well fucking done. Or when they do um, the Sherlock Holmes episodes and stuff like that. When they're going back in time, and you know things should be in black and white and stuff. Or 
they go into an old bar or a saloon or whatever. It, it looks beautiful. So that is, I, I think this show is so far ahead of its time, not only with its writing, with it, but with its visuals. And the acting is great, man. Like, mm-hmm. shit, man. Like, and, and the thing is that, like, every different character has, like, you can empathize with them or, or, or sympathize with them or, you know, you, you can get frustrated for them or even angry at them and, and fall in love with them and, mm-hmm. you know, or even lust after some of them. You know what I'm saying? And so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like all the shit, man. And again, it's just two fucking seasons. And apparently now you guys are breaking the news that. They're not even the fucking best seasons of the of the damn uh, franchise <laughs> of, of, of this uh, iteration. So I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah, no, it, it really because well, because when you think about it, you're gonna have five more seasons of growth. You know, if it yeah. ended at season two, you could go okay, but you have five more seasons of growth with each of these characters, and you've already seen that in seasons one and two, the growth of characters. So imagine five more seasons now where they're gonna be in five years, you know. So uh, and all the shit they're going through on a regular basis, you know, with the episodes and the things along those lines. So it, it's it's to me, it's it's the idea of you know, and of course we see, you see in episode one, two, encounter far point. Um, Q is putting the enterprise humanity on trial, you know, mm-hmm. and saying, you know, you guys don't deserve to be out here. Y'all are savage. You're brutal. Yeah. And, you know, and we see, we know, you know, by the end, how important that is, you know, that whole purpose and everything about it and the meaning Q has behind everything to begin with, mm-hmm. um, you know? And so it, to me, it's, it's one of those things where when you look at it from that aspect, it's the hope of humanity. You know, really, that's what I think Star Trek is, is it's that idea of, hey, we could do this. I mean, the fact that NASA says, you know, the math on a warp drive theory is plausible. Yeah, It's just how do we how do we best implement it? How can we you know? So the idea of a warp bubble makes sense. You know, the fact that Roddenberry and then later on TNG, they would have actual physicists and astrophysicists on the show to make sure they're writing something that is factually sound or at least plausible, you know, to where it did. So it was legit. I mean, they did some things on that show and these guys had to learn this technical stuff that was legit from straight from astro scientists and astrophysicists and, you know, all these people on here to at least make it plausible for the the theories. And so it's that idea of we it, as humans, we could make our way to this point. We could be this society if we, mm-hmm. if we really wanted to. And um, that's the hope. You know, I, I think that's the thing about Star Trek is there's always hope. There's some way of hope. There's some way yeah. of, 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 of hope in, in what we're doing. Um, because if not, then why are we doing it? Exactly. Yeah, and, then, and then again, like I said, not, and not to trash Star Wars, but you know, how does the force work? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they, they never really get into it. They never break it yeah. down. They never yeah. they never talk about it. And it's like here, like you said, they they hired all these scientists to really break down. And even if the theories even if the theories are bullshit, you know, it sounds like hey, yeah, that, that could fucking work. That gets mm-hmm. possible. You know, and this is what I love. Again, this is I I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna make this statement. And I may have said it before, and I'm going to say this one last time before I get, you know, uh, beat up by Star Wars. Well, ain't no fucking Star Wars going over. Star Wars fans going over no. on me. But mm-hmm. um, 
I just think that you have to be, you have to have in, you have to have, you have to have some, some sort of intelligence and ability to, to open your mind and think deeply yeah. to watch this show. And I think for people that are thinkers, people that are dreamers, there you go. People that are dreamers and people that like realism along with their fantasy, this is perfect for them. Yeah. And I would encourage anybody that's listening to this show for the very first time and, uh, you know, interested in, in, and and getting into the Star Wars, uh, not the Star Wars, Star Trek uh, universe, like legit, man, like give it a try. I think you'll find yourself really immersed in it and really, in, and you'll fall in love with it, like I did, oh, like, yeah. so quickly, man. And and never listen to the NFO. It's that's the drizzling <laughs> shits. <laughs> listen, hold up, we we gotta <laughs> listen. I got I gotta have a shout out for for the boys of the NFO. God no, at least two of them are Greek. So Spiro, Spiro and Dimitri. <sighs> Love you guys, even Whatever. though even though you guys like that subpar Star Wars bullshit. Hey, you know what? I will put them over, and I'll put them because because Doctor uh, Destroyo Alex mm-hmm. Arroyo he got to me on, on Instagram because I was promoting this show. Yeah. You see my, my fucking gimmick with the wharf head and everything. Yeah, like that. thank right. you. Yeah, well, good. And, thank you. And and you know what I told him? I said, you know what? You guys are over. You are the only. You are the only podcast on Hami Media that had two of the top executive producers quit on you. <laughs> in one year well 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 we did have yeah we, well we did have one of the top producers well he kind of like left us so he could go do the nfo and then he quit the nfo see so there if you if you would have stayed with us he probably would never quit yeah so. no he wouldn't have quit he would have stayed with us and he would have been the man he would have yeah, taken yeah. over ben Hamin's spot i'm just saying yeah yeah <laughs> but you know so i guess one of one of the question for you ray sure. is um, and you you kind of briefly mentioned this, but after season after next gen, like what is your goal? Like like do you have a a watching goal? Do you want to just go through, or or like how are you wanting to watch? You know, from this point forward, you know what what's the next step for you? I guess the next step was is go to the beginning, the okay. Genesis. Uh, it's like reading the Bible. Okay. You know, um, you know, a lot of people. So check this out. So John, you're gonna understand this, and maybe yeah. you'll, you'll get this, but. Whenever I tell people, hey, you know, before you get into the word of God, don't start off with Genesis. Start off with the book of John. Mm-hmm. That way you kind of get to know Jesus. You get to know the, the walk of life, so on and so yeah. forth. Um, and then you can work your way to Genesis and work your way back up. So the, so this to me is my, uh, God forgive me, you know what I'm talking about. But this is my, yeah, he, he knows what I'm talking about. God yeah, knows mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. This is my my book of John. Okay, this is okay. my, my you know, where I'm getting to know um it's like right in the middle, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm starting from the middle, and then I want to basically, like, legitimately, I'm not going to watch any of the movies. I'm going to go from there. So what's the very first uh, series I'm uh, going to be watching? It would be Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, okay. so if you want to watch, like, legit canon. From, legit, straight-up canon, yes. Okay. From, from their timeline, Enterprise would be the way to go first. Discovery. And then, and then discovery. Discovery. Okay. Because discovery is before is is ten years before yeah. next gen. Yeah. No, no it's ten years before the or, original series. Or it's the original series. That's right. So you go TOS. Yeah. The well, unless unless by the time he's finished, um, Strange New. Okay, so so sure. discovery, Strange New Worlds, TOS, uh, and, original and, series. And here's he was, the discovery. Really, only the first two seasons. Yeah, Discovery, the first two seasons of Discovery. Because after that, they jumped to the future. The 31st century, yeah. Yeah, so, so first, first two seasons. So, yeah, so Enterprise, 
first two seasons of Discovery. Discovery. Strange New Worlds, if Strange it's out by the time. It's, if it's out. Uh, original series. And then the animated series. Right. Okay. Um, I have a list here. Can you just tell me if I'm wrong or right? Okay, go ahead. I actually had had written in my phone. So I have number one from uh, from the year twenty twenty one fifty one to twenty one sixty one. Star is Enterprise, right? Then yeah. I have this. Then I have Discovery. That's uh, the year twenty two fifty five. Then I have the original series, Star Trek, mm-hmm. the original series mm-hmm. from twenty two sixty five to twenty two sixty nine. And then we go into the animated series, um, which mm-hmm. is from 2269 to 2270. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, the f- now I have to watch, watch the first six Star Trek movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. Right. Fucking yeah. awesome movies, baby. Yeah, they are. Awesome. Especially then, two, three, four. Awesome. Oh, fuck you. One is <laughs> one is the best. Fuck you. Okay. Here, watch watch the motion picture and then tell me what you think let, let him choose let him pick but hold on but hold on for a second but let me preface like this the motion picture you know how you said that star trek is intelligent and thinking mm-hmm. yes that is a thinking man's movie cool i'm down and also too ray you love music ray you're gonna love, love the music it. you're gonna love the music of the motion picture trust okay. me all right let me continue real quick um then star trek the next generation mm-hmm and I, I'm supposed to watch Star Trek films seven through ten, of okay. the Generation uh, Generations mm-hmm. to Nemesis. Yeah. Yep. Then I jump into my brother said this is his second favorite iteration of Star Trek, which is Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And there's an argument that says that this captain is the greatest captain of all. Cisco, baby, that's my Cisco. I mean, listen, I got it like this, but who does Cisco look up to, and who does Cisco model himself after a lot? James uh, T. Fucking Kirk. He did. Thank yeah, you. Was, was Thank that. you. Hey, let's go punch Q in the face. That's all I'm saying. Well, you, do you think Kirk would have punched Q in the face? I don't know. He did. He did punch Trelane in the face. Yeah, but Trelane was like, yeah, but okay. So, but here's what I would do, Ray. Instead well, I'm not of, done. I'm not done. Then Voyager, then Picard. Well, I would do. I would do generations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could technically go after Next Generation. It rolls right into Deep Space Nine. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you could do it, it, you, you would go up to like season three or four, watch the movie, because then when Worf comes on, um, that's when the, the Enterprise D has been ex- destroyed on the movie. And yeah, you, well, you're telling me too much here. Oh my god, ah, anyway, ah, what are you doing? Jack? Ah, I'm trying to give him the proper order, I know, do it chronologically, I know, you know, but anyway, know. But I mean, can those you, are Demetrius, give me a Greek word for. fuck. Kaimisu. There you go. That. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, th- that's not a bad order. It's it's uh, it's just like really Deep Space Nine rolled right into next. Next Gen yeah. wasn't quite done. No. When Deep Space no. Nine came out. Same with Voyager. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. They were they overlapped for a little bit. Yeah. Because the they, wanted, yeah. they wanted to give some of that rub from Star Trek Next Generation to Deep Space Nine, which is what they end up doing with Voyager. Voyager actually stops off at Deep Space Nine before it kicks off on its own thing. So yeah, again, yeah. same thing. They roll into that and give the rub to the other person, and then Voyager does their thing, and then after Voyager is done, um, they don't do the Enterprise. You know, Enterprise is would, because it's, it's jumping to Yeah, I would there. say I would say after Voyager. Well, okay, here's the thing. So, so Generations, 
-hmm. watch Generations, and while you're watching Generations, watch up to Deep Space Nine of Season Mm 3. Okay. And then watch the rest of Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Insurrection, Mm -hmm. Voyager, Nemesis. Yeah. And with Nemesis, and then go to Picard. Got it. All right. Yeah, so, because because Janeway makes an appearance in Nemesis. That's she does right. make an appearance in Nemesis. Yeah, it's Admiral right. Janeway. Yeah, Admiral Janeway. That's Admiral, right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so, no, 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 no. She's is it Nemesis or is it an Insurrection? No, no. It's uh, the one with the Borg because they the because they first contact was it first. It was first contact because it said something about the Borg, right? Wasn't she in that? Uh, well, listen, okay. If it was up for Janeway, okay, Jane. Well, you know what happens at, at the end of Voyager, though. Yeah, I think. Don't it's, don't tell me. Don't. I think care. it's yeah. after. I think it's after. I think. No, she does appear in Nemesis. Yeah, she, she it's in Nemesis. It's, 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 yeah, it's Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. she she because she says you always get the easy jobs. You always yeah. get the easy jobs. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, how, yeah. About, how about this? How about when I'm done with this? I hit you boys up, <laughs> but but I like I don't want to like like honestly, like I wouldn't mind coming on every once in a while just to kind of get a little more, uh, you know, especially when you guys are doing news heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Just anytime, man. Wow, doors look, open, bro. I gotta be honest, man. This has been fucking refreshing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really it was really nice. You know, you guys you guys had so much uh, respect and love. You know, I wasn't yelled at for for missing. A why turn. would we yell at you, dude? I, you know, why would we? Why why would anyone yell at their guests? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody somebody told me. You know, hey, you didn't watch Rogue. One. I didn't have fucking time. Ah, uh, that's that's fine. I didn't have Don. time to watch Rogue Pop One. Don's an angry man. What a yeah. love what him. A, and love I ended, him. and I ended but he's up watching an angry a movie. Man. I ended up watching a movie. What a shit movie that was for me. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was shit. It wasn't good. Do so you want? It you was want, it was good if you liked the tie in to Episode Four. Bro, if you something, yeah. But other than that, it was it was all right. It was like having to watch a. It was like having to use a bathroom. Like you've been on the road for like three hours, and you have to use a bathroom and take a dump, and then you walk in and there's shit everywhere, and you can't. Oh god! Oh, that's happened to me so many times. Just saying. So, is what it is. Oh god! The the bathrooms in Greece. Okay, they don't do a good job of cleaning them sometimes. Oh god! Uh, I walked. I walked in some bathrooms there. I'm like. Oh, somebody set their phasers to stank in here, man. Oh, my. <laughs> no. my my yeah. I was like, my lock, what is going on in here? But yeah, you got an open door policy, man. If you get done with like yeah. season three and you want to talk about it, or if you want to, you know, because and because that's the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you want to talk like and tell us your point of view on the cliffhanger and that season and the growth you even see there, you know. How about th- how, how about that? How about when I'm done with season three, I come back on? Sure. Yeah. And then I'll watch a season, uh, the cliffhanger, and then watch the first episode moving into season four, and I'll jump back on with you guys. Yeah. But I want to extend also, and I, I I know you guys don't, you know, you guys watch, you watch SmackDown. What the hell do you watch, Demetrius? You watch I don't NXT? watch anything, thank God. All right, good. You're, you're the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've learned, because believe me, you know, playing golf with Amin, we talk about wrestling. I'm just like, what the fuck? He's just like, dude, you're just better. I'm like, I, I don't have cable or anything. You, but, you guys, you guys will think I'm joking, but I enjoy doing shit like this, like shows like this. God forgive me, more than more than wrestling. Like yeah. I was on with Billy Ray Valentine and Infinite Fringe, and I'm coming on next week again. I had such a fucking blast. This is like fun. Mm-hmm. This is fun to me. You know, the, the wrestling is 
We should bring on Billy Ray and just bury him about how you like Star Wars so much. Yo, you know what I should do? I should bring yeah. my brother on. Yeah, yeah. please. Yes. Holy bring your brother shit. Up. Yo, yeah. dude, my brother is a snap, as we say in the city. He is hilarious. He, no, if you no, guys I, think I'm, I'm funny at all, my brother is legit funny. He's a oh, fucking that's comedian. Awesome. Yeah, and he's no, a please. huge Star Wars, uh, Star Wars uh, mark. I mean... God damn it, Star Trek, Mark. I'm looking at Star Wars here on this fucking thing trying to... You know what I was doing, actually? All right, don't don't get mad at me. But I was... <laughs> I was messaging uh, Alex Arroyo burying him right now. <laughs> That's why I said Star Wars. I swear to God. I, we, we go back and forth all the time. This oh, my God. Dude, uh, the, the, the fucking doc. Dude, the, the, the doc does crack me up. Yeah, he yeah. cracks me up. When I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I do listen to it, he just comes out like left field with the fucking bombs. I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck is this yeah. guy? You know, it used to take me three hours to produce that fucking Oh, show. I know. I know. Every because, fucking week. Well, no, because they're just out of control. All Dude, three of them. Dude, like they're fucking, nuts. It's insane. And then so you get Spiro, and Spiro goes on rants because Spiro yeah, like hates Spiro, everybody. I, like I love Spiro, Spiro too. Spiro, I love yeah. Spiro. Out of the three, Spiro's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I really like that dude. A lot. You know, like you like the Sith Lord. I like Spiro. Him, man. I like He's him. like. He's my he's guy. Like a, he's like a, a Klingon. You like the. <laughs> he yeah. He's like Worf. He is yeah. like Worf. He is yeah, like he Worf. Really, yeah, he is. He'll, he really he'll, he'll fucking cut you guys. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll fucking cut me for saying that. Yeah. What? Or you you call me fucking Worf? I'm not no fucking Worf. Okay. Yes. He yeah. is. Yeah. Of course, you know he's always well. They're always breaking his balls about canon and stuff. I'm like, listen. If it, if it says Star Trek or Star Wars on it, it's fucking canon. Shut the fuck up. Guys. Yeah. Right. Enough. Enough of this. And that's the other thing is that I find this the fan stuff is such quality. The books, the, oh my god, yeah, the movies. We talked about that. There's just some stuff that yeah. is out there that is really, really good. Yeah, has been really well done. That is fan stuff, and you're going, holy cow, you know, like yeah, the, the Axanar thing, the Star Trek continued thing. Star Trek, I mean, yeah, it starts the, the Star Trek continues for me because I'm such an original series, Mark. Yeah. I watched that like literally. There was a couple. There was a couple episodes where I watched it where I almost cried because that's how good the acting was and the stories were. I mean, the stories were. I like. I'm like, my God, this is as good or better than than the original series. Mm-hmm. I'm so, gonna make a. I'm gonna make a really valid point right here, and I think I, I have to cut out soon because my wife is coming home. Uh, but um, you know, Big Bang Theory. You guys ever watch that show? Yeah. One of my very favorite shows, mm-hmm. and you, and it's an it's an intelligent show. It's a comedy, but yeah. it's intelligent. Mm-hmm. But you notice something: the smartest guy on the entire show is Sheldon Cooper. Mm-hmm. And you know, you ever hear them talking Star Wars? Never. No. No. They are all Trekkies, ladies all and gentlemen. Trekkies. They are yeah. all all fucking, And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Leonard? Yeah, he got Penny. So if you guys want to get laid, stop watching Star Wars and start watching Star Trek. I I mean, they had okay, they did they did have Mark Hamill on the show. All right, would you Um, stop? They did have Will Wheaton on the show as a regular though. Will Wheaton was I loved him on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Wheaton is great on that show as a regular. Mark Hamill just made a promo, like a quick cameo, but nah, nah. You know what? Will Wheaton is on the show. It's Mark I'll, Hamill, though. I'll be honest with you. I did mark out for 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 fucking uh, Luke Skywalker on The Mandalorian. Yeah, it was what it was. You know what I'm saying? It was fucking yeah. cool, and I didn't mark out to see fucking Mark Hamill uh, mm-hmm. uh, doing the fucking uh, wedding ceremony on the show. But other Here's, than that, 
Will Wheaton was over strong, dude. Yeah. Well, you, well, it was funny, like, because he comes and he's like, uh, you know, Will Wheaton is like, Mark? And he goes, oh, hey, thanks. You know, this is like these things I would, and like Mark treats it like he doesn't know who he is. And <laughs> Will's like, this is his biggest nemesis. And he's always like coming after him. And yet Mark is just like, oh, thanks. Great. And no big deal. No I don't idea. even know who you are. No idea. I did play. I did like that. That was hilarious. That, that, that By the way, can I say that I know Mark Hamill? I mean, yeah, I mean, he was popular as like Luke Skywalker, but to me, a generation knows him as the voice of the Joker from oh, yeah, the, the animated, series. animated series, dude. Yeah, Fucking that's awesome. what I tell people. He's my Joker, and Kevin Conroy's my Batman. Oh Kevin yeah, no, Con- Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Animated, it's Kevin Conroy and the Joker, and then for me, it's uh, it's uh. It's a uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker in the movie. Yes, and um, Michael Keaton was the fucking Michael bomb Keaton. At that. Yeah, I'm Michael. Sorry, yeah, man. no, Michael Keaton is. Yeah. yeah, I mean he was great in RoboCop. He was great, like in the other guys when it comes to comedy. I mean he's, yeah, he's he's one he's one of the most underrated, one of the best actors of our generation. So yeah, I'm a Heath Ledger, Christian Bale guy. I loved. All that you know, um, Christopher Nolan, Batman stuff. Such it was such good storytelling to me, but that was just me. I'm a Christopher Nolan mark though. I like his shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, All right, well, but, hey, that's an hour. We we're at an hour forty-one. Well, my God, we've given these marks enough fucking time. Okay? Yeah. And besides, okay, Big Ray's got shit to do. So, exactly. Big Ray, tell me, Big Ray, where can the fans find you, my friend? Well, before I do that, I have to extend and now i know you guys don't watch wrestling and demetrius and and john as much i know you watch smackdown i'm sorry about mm-hmm. that yeah. but if you guys ever want to come on the smack the I was gonna say smack attack <laughs> you want to come on next level with me and the vet we have so much fucking fun we just did a live show um we're recording this on uh wednesday we did a live show so i did i have been sitting in this chair for four and a half fucking hours Jesus. wow my wife is getting hot yeah, so, uh, I, I gotta give us. I gotta rub. I gotta rub them titties that we were talking about. Yeah. But um, and I can say that because I'm married now. So yeah, you know, God loves the fact that I love my wife's breast. Yeah, but um, it's true. But um, hey, but listen, Song of Solomon. Just what I'm saying, Song of Solomon. God darn it, you are absolutely <laughs> correct. But um, but all due respect, guys. Um, listen, NFO. Um, I know I trash on you guys, and all all seriousness, you guys do fucking suck. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars sucks. Yeah. Fucking bury them I'm on the sure. way out. I love it. Fucking they suck. Star Wars oh, sucks. God, it's boring. It. It's crap. Oh, but yeah. I will genuinely, I have to, like, I'm being sincere when I say this, bro. Like, guys, I really felt at home here. You guys, you know, I love the fact that you sat down, you explained certain things to me. And then I noticed that when you guys were going off on tangents, you would stop and explain yourself to me, which is what a good friend and a good teacher would do. And I'm serious. Oh, yeah. And I, expl- I, fucking greatly appreciate that so with that being said you can follow me on social media guys you know at big ray hernandez on instagram and on twitter that's where you can get me on facebook at raymond big ray hernandez i will send you i will accept your friend request if you're not weird and if you're not a star wars (laughs) fan but um but thank you guys so fucking much um and thank you for not making fun of my my jean-luc picard you know i i've been working on it very very much and uh, <laughs> it's not bad it's, I've not heard bad. Worse. It's, not, it's not great but I've heard right. worse. let me see let me see um uh, all right um uh, what would i say uh, okay okay um uh number one how's that yeah okay yeah. um lieutenant laforge 
Okay. That's yeah. good. That's hold really good. Yeah, hold that on, was on, good. Hold on. Let me do the whole thing. Lieutenant LaForge, engage. Okay. Yeah, that's not uh-huh. bad. That's good. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not so bad. So, guys, come back. Listen to this podcast. It is absolutely fantastic. In the words of the great Jean-Luc Picard, make it so. Very good, Ray. Thank you, Very guys. good. All right, Thank man. You, Ray. We appreciate it, Ray, for Ray, your time. We appreciate it, bro. bro yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And make sure you rub your wife's titties, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah. Wait, I, hey, I will make, make it so. Make sure you make have that so. rise, the rise of uh, uh, Jamaharong. Make sure you get that, that <laughs> rise of Jamaharong going there for you. The, the, so. the Horgon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Horgon. Yeah, don't forget that. Don't forget that. Oh, boy. All right. We'll let you go, Ray. We're going to get our plugs in so that way you can go. You know, no, I'll, I'll stay while you get your plugs okay. in, guys. All right. So, yeah, uh, so you're here. So uh, where you can find me, uh, Jay Reezy Min on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. Um, I tell dad jokes on TikTok and try to embarrass my kid. That's the only reason why I'm there. Let's see what he's posting <laughs> and just to troll him. Um, and then uh, Instagram, I mean, on Facebook, you find me, John Enright, um, the one that lives in Weatherford, Texas. Uh, if you need help talking about mental health or how to have um, how to begin your mental health journey, you can email me, john at freedomhousepc.org. Um, that is my work email. If you need someone to talk to, I'm not a therapist, a licensed therapist, but I can connect you with places maybe that you need connections to. You need to be able to, how do I start my healing journey? How do I need to begin? I don't have a ton of money. Okay, well, we can find stuff in your area, resources where you can go to counseling for little to no cost uh, if need be. So your mental health is important. Um, I say it every week. and I'm going to say it every time we meet. Your mental health is important. I want to be able to help you with that journey. So if you need help, Email me. We're not going to talk Star Trek. We're not going to talk wrestling. We're not talking to anything else other than your mental health with that email. So please feel free to hit me up and do that. And uh, by the way, if you're so inclined, September 14th is our annual Freedom House uh, Garden Safari Gala. And so if you are so inclined to donate, um, it's our only fundraiser of the year. You're more than welcome to do that. Go check out uh, freedomhousepc.org um, or on Instagram. It's freedomhousepc. Same with uh, Instagram or Facebook there. You can go check those out to see what we're doing um, and see the some of the items that we're auctioning off this year. Um, we've got some really cool items that are auctioning off. And if you want to help support what we're doing, um, we'd love for you to do that. Um, we are a rural agency helping with sexual assault, domestic violence, um, in the area, and uh, which is hard because when you're rural, you don't get as much money as the cities do, um, such as Fort Worth and Dallas and Arlington and those places. So we're doing what we can to help Parker County. Um, as a matter of fact, we just had an uh, incident uh, last week of a gentleman shooting his girlfriend and leaving her for dead on the side of the road up in Oh, yeah. And then um, because he and he had had multiple domestic violence, um, you know, uh, what is it? Cases brought against him with this woman and they found the woman dead on the side of the road on her property and he is gone. Um, They found him and they got video and got the weapon out of Eagle Pass, but then um, they were not able to apprehend him down there, and they are looking for him. They think maybe he just fled to New Mexico. So Jesus. these are the thing, kind of things that we're dealing with, um, trying to handle that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that we want to provide support for the people in our community. And um, so in order to do that, though, sometimes as a nonprofit, you have to raise money. So um, those are the things that we're dealing with right now. Um, but 
it's good. We're making progress. We're seeing more and more people coming and getting services. So that is good. Um, uh, so anything you can do to help would be great. But like I said, if you need help with your journey, let me know and we will figure out what it is you need to find to get your health, mental health journey going and uh, have that path to healing. So that's everything for me. Triple D, master of the Olive Garden, master of the Donut, Olive Garden. master Olive of Garden. Star Trek, the head instructor here at the Academy. <laughs> Mr. Triple D, where can we find you? Nowhere. I hate social media. No, I just you can find me. Demetrius Zerdos on Facebook. Um, I might accept your friend request if you're if you're not weird. Cool, cool, Big Ray. Uh, Demetrius Zerdos, ninety seven seventy eight on Instagram. I don't post a lot on there though, but I do have some good posts on there. Uh, Twitter, Greek DC twenty five. Fuck Twitter. I don't like Twitter, so I'm never on there. Except the only time I'm on is on the Academy HMG uh, Twitter uh, page, which is awesome. Also, two guys, Academy HMG at Facebook. Check it out. We got some funny-ass memes going on. Ray, I sent you about seven of them during this time. I hope you enjoy them. I'll check them out. I, I, got, I got some good ones. Also, too, guys, Dippin' Donuts, CNY.com, and Zerto's Olive Oil. Zerto's Olive Oil for the best olive oil in the world. Just sent out three bottles out. Sent two bottles out to Michael Jargo. So Jargo is going to be enjoying the olive oil. Also, do send a bottle to our, Barry, our buddy Larry Helfrich in Chicago. Helped us print the the uh, – uh, the the Hammy Awards, so and I got also mine right to, here by the way exactly there you lifetime go lifetime so, achievement award god damn it you, mm-hmm. did, you definitely did it definitely so, on that um, and then also dipping dough and seeing why on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn for the best Owens in all the world run also to Zeros Olive Oil and dipping dough and seeing why is run by our man Ben Hamin the best social media manager on the face of the earth so. Okay. Go ahead, Ray. I just wanted to, uh, before you sign out, there there is a Jean-Luc Picard quote that's actually one of my favorites, and I had I had, I had looked this up about two weeks ago, even before I was going to come in, and I wanted to say it as Jean-Luc Picard before you sign out. So please say finish off, and I wanted to say this quote before we go. You got it. So, guys, listen. Enjoy this episode. We're going to be here. Same Star Trek time, same Star Trek channel. You goddamn right. We ain't going anywhere, baby. The Academy is in session. So guess what? Crack them books. You better study for your fucking test because the headmaster is giving you pop quizzes on Star Trek. And to quote Mr. Spock, live long and prosper. And Big Ray, what would Jean-Luc Picard say? Well, number one, it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not weakness. That is life damn straight and guys enjoy this episode and we'll be back with more star trek peace out